ABC's a Greek. Oh, the ABC's a Greek. The ABC's a Greek. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the ABC's of Greek. I'm Thomas. I'm Erin. And I'm Jacqueline. And this is a podcast where we recap the ABC Family original series Greek episode by episode. So today we're talking about season two, episode three, Let's Make a Deal. And the episode originally aired September 9th, 2008. The IMDb summary is to raise money to alleviate Ashley's huge credit card debt, she and Casey decide to participate in Omega Chi's casino-themed party. The episode was directed by Linda Mendoza, written by Patrick Sean Smith and Roger Grant. All right, let's dive in. I will say... This might be my favorite episode thus far of the entire series. I think me too. It's very fun. You got the fashion. You have the scheming. Yeah. You have a full-on, like, takedown revenge plot line. You have the melding of different worlds. Yes. Oh, yes. That's the best part. Also, you have some characters from the past that come back. Yeah. It's really electric. Um, sorry to the flashback episode stands. Right. Still a great episode. Still but a this great episode. very well may eclipse it. I think, yeah, I completely agree. It's really like this episode could have been made into a full movie and I would have watched the entire thing multiple times. Absolutely. It was also just pure fun. Like it was yeah. such a fun viewing experience. Like if people aren't watching along with us, they're just listening to us, I highly recommend they go watch this episode. It was like that Jennifer Lopez movie, Hustle. It was, yeah, Hustle. I'm not going to lie. There's, we can't get into another conversation about some kind of buddy comedy. You're right, it's Hustlers. It's not buddy comedy, they're strippers. There oh, is, okay, so it's definitely Hustlers. So there is the Hustle, but there's also Hustlers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hustlers is what I was thinking of. It's like okay. American Hustle. Yes. American Hustle. Oh, my God. Wait. American Hustle meets... Hustlers. Right, and also it's definitely going for, like, they're going for a teenage James Bond in this. Like, that was the, I feel like. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven. And um, Austin Powers. Yeah. Okay, so we start out with the KTs. They're, well, Cappy is seemingly driving his truck extremely slowly there's a little girl on a bike who passes him and then we realize that the pledges are pushing it and it's clearly time to put this car to rest but cappy seems determined to keep his car running and the pledges are begging him just to get a new car or basically just have them stop pushing it and he says that they're going to need it for their I, I think they call it, like, the Costco Club or something. It's Costco. Yeah. The Costco run, essentially, what he means to get the essentials later that week. Because they keep stealing them from all the sororities. Yeah, he exactly. doesn't like that the products are scented. Yeah. Like yeah. the toilet paper. And he calls it, does he call it butt paper? I, I noticed he? that because I was like, I wonder if toilet paper is copywritten. Oh, I didn't notice that. I was like, it like really caught me off guard. You can't sing happy birthday and you can't say toilet paper. <laughs> also, who was that little girl on 
CRU's campus. I know, she had a she star was a, quality. Maybe she was a professor's child. I feel like it was like a young Taylor Momsen. <laughs> I mean, I'm making that up. Actually, no, Taylor Momsen. Taylor Momsen was definitely on Gossip yeah. Girl at this time. <laughs> She's like 18 at this point. It's the ghost of Taylor Momsen's childhood. <laughs> so the pledges are begging Rusty to just ask his sister for her car so they can borrow it. And he's saying, like, Casey will not uh, let him borrow anything after he used her car for his driver's test and he accidentally ran over a mechanical horse. Yeah, in the um, parking lot of the grocery store. Yes. Um, And he says that Casey sees him as her little brother and nothing else. And then after more pushing... He finally agrees that maybe he's going to ask her to borrow the car because it's just torture. So then at the ZBZ house, Rebecca takes the mail from the mailman and she's distributing it as one of her duties, her sister service duties. And she hands Ashley a letter and the day has come. It's Ashley's credit card bill. Credit plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I got a sinking feeling immediately. Right. And Casey is like, okay, we knew that this was coming. Let's just open it. And it was giving me real anxiety. Yeah. And it's $1,300.27. Which is not unpayable. Not unpayable, but if I got that in college, college, my head would have been spinning. Oh, when you, yeah. yeah. If you have no income at all and you get a $1,300 bill... But like Casey says immediately, she's like, okay, pay the minimum balance and, you know, we'll start to chip away at it. But then we find out that it's not a credit card. It's actually a charge card. And that means she has to pay the whole thing in full, which I didn't know was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing either. And there's, you know, a misnomer. Yeah. Credit Credit plus. plus. Yet it's a charge card. I know. I really thought she was going to say 13000 for a second. Me too. But you know what? I like that they didn't make it like that dramatic. Because in what world could someone that age pay a $13,000 credit card? Right. But I'm surprised it was that low given it was spring break and all of that. But then also I think about like how much money I spent in college when I like was working a part-time job or whatever and I felt totally comfortable and I really wasn't spending that much money. I was so not much of your life much. is like taken care of already. Yeah. So even if she's like shopping a ton, like she's yeah. not buying what you buy clothing wise when you're graduated, you know? Yeah. So it seemed realistic. Plus it was two thousand seven or eight or whatever. Yeah. So but I liked that they didn't make it like an obscene amount. Right. It did feel very real. Like, it felt, like, just big enough to be scary, but small enough that it's like, okay, there's a way to pay this off. Right, right. I mean, if I did get that in college, I would have lost my mind. I would have been so, like, screwed. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So, she's freaked out, um, and she's saying her parents are going to kill her, and then she's going to have to step down as social chair, um, which they both agree is even more important than president, and... They mean of the United States. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Which I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as this is all unfolding, the Omega Kai's enter and they're there to invite the ZBZs to their casino night. And there is a comment because Dino is announcing this and he's talking about being president and two girls are saying like, was he always president? And then Rebecca, I think it's Rebecca. It's Franny. 
Oh, Franny's saying, no, Evan is um, pledge educator. It's always been it's this like way. It's like our friend who corrected us. I know, I was going to say, we've made that mistake. I was like, this feels like it was directed at us. Yeah, I know. Um, it was written in specifically for ABCs of Greek podcast retroactively. Well, clearly we weren't the only ones who were confused, but I love <laughs> I love Franny being like, no, my man's. He's always been pledge educator. Well, it is kind of... And she would know that Dino is president because she's now dated both of them. Right. I will say in our defense, it's an easy mistake because Dino isn't really introduced until the flashback episode, right? <laughs> no, he's they mentioned. mentioned. Yeah, he's mentioned, but never seen for a while. Yeah, that's what it is. Dino is like children, um... That he should be seen and not heard. <laughs> yeah. He should definitely be seen. Dino is he, Dino he is, certainly should be seen. <laughs> Dino is really, really attractive. He's very seen. Um, <laughs> and they announced that they're going to be playing with fake coins, but at the end of the night, whoever has the most wins a real $2,000 pot. It's, it's Schema Clock. Mm-hmm. Ashley and Casey are eyeing each other. And then as they commence their speech, they all, like, throw cards, like, into the air. Like, like kind of flick them into the air. And it's supposed to be, like, confetti, I guess. And the girls are excited about it. But I'm just thinking, who's going to clean that it's up? It's the weirdest, like, slow motion moments. It's, yeah. Exactly. That's all I would be thinking. And I don't want cards hitting me in the face. Like, I know. Too big to throw in the air. And it's such a boy thing to decide to do and not oh, even yeah. think about somebody cleaning And think it was, like, flashy and interesting. Like, yeah. Like, oh, oh my God. So cool. And the girls are loving it. They're like, this is... I know. Like, they were, like, squealing with joy. It's, like, their favorite part of the whole season. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. Like, it was ridiculous. It like, was ridiculous. And it was in, like, slow-mo, too. And you see, like close-up shots of, like, Franny's face, <laughs> like, laughing. Yeah. And Casey. She's... Glow well, they're glowing with a scheme. Yeah, but they also love the cards. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's like the best of everything. I wonder. Right now. I wonder if it's a reference to something. Like I wonder. Maybe if the movie. 21? I think twenty one. Yeah. Oh. I think it's a reference to twenty one. Yeah. Did you guys see that movie? Yeah. I watched it in like high school or call. Oh, I watched it in college during like a game theory or something class or like. Part oh. Of class. Yeah, that was the first movie. That was like the first PG thirteen movie that I remember going to like the movies that. with friends. Aww. And I remember feeling like so cool and like so adult. Yeah. It was like a very cool movie, and the guy was in um across the universe. He Jim played Sturgis. Jude. Yeah. Um, hey Jude. Yeah, hey Jude. Hey Jude, we should get him on the pod. Anyway, now Calvin is uh, walking into Evan's room and he says, "Today's the day," and it's kind of like unclear at first, but then it becomes clear that it's the day he may or may not be getting his trust fund. Right. Yeah, I was kind of like, why does Calvin know about this? And he's like, yeah, kind of. I think Evan makes it known, and he's kind of complaining about it. Well, he's saying, not really yet, he's saying um, before he he was always, like, never rich with his own money, which it's like, okay, this is very loose interpretation of your own money, and he says now that he's going to have his own money, he can escape the chamber's prison, Um, and Calvin goes, sounds like a rich kid thing. Yeah. yeah, I loved, Calvin was, like, speaking for the viewer here. Yeah. He was like, oh, it must be so hard. Yeah. Um, and so then he, he uh, is ready to go, I guess he's going to just meet with his mom. 
Rusty arrives at the ZVZ house and he is immediately sucking up to Casey and she smells a rat right away. Um, she shuts him down and she's saying like, what do you want from me? And he asks for her car and she's saying their relationship is so good now. A year ago, if somebody asked <laughs> her what his favorite color was, um, she wouldn't have known and now she knows it's brown. <laughs> And he says it's green, and she says, "Let's not mess up our relationship." Which I is love that. the fact that anybody's favorite color would be brown, if, and that's just what she assumed. If brown was someone's favorite color, it would be rusty. It would be rusty's. He wears a lot of brown, and he would be like, "It's because it's the mix of all of the colors together." Some it, random actually, thing like that. it's uh, well, brown is a really good color to wear. <laughs> and oh then God, yeah. she's bringing up all the ways that he messed up um, as a child. Um, I forget what she's saying exactly he did. She has all, like, she has a list of, like, things that he's done, Oh, basically. it was at six, he put cranberry juice in her baby doll that was supposed to pee. Yeah. At 12, he, like, ruined her diary or something. Or read it or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then at 18 was the car mm-hmm. crash incident. And then she goes, 6, 12, 18, 6, 6, 6. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that scene was so, I really liked this scene. It was really funny. Yeah. It was funny. So now Cappy is trying to fix his truck. He's underneath it. And Rebecca shows up. And he says, I haven't talked to you in a few days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you haven't talked to your girlfriend in a few days who you live on the same campus as? And he's not that concerned. Yeah, especially since his girlfriend just found out her parents were getting divorced. Yeah, it, the last time he saw her, she walked away very coldly. Yeah, really after upset. getting huge life-changing news. Yeah. Rebecca says that Cappy should get rid of his car because it's POS. <laughs> and then she announces, really is the word I would use for this, that she's going to keep her relationship with him separate from her family stuff because she just doesn't want it bleeding in. But it's clearly because of the way he handled everything at the end of last episode at Dobbler's when she found out that her parents were getting divorced and he just was the opposite of helpful. Mm-hmm. And then she invites Cappy to casino night and he shuts her down immediately. But okay. it does make sense. Why would he want to go to a Omega Chi event? I get that. Yeah. And she's like, our relationship is about fun. Like she's basically saying she's going to compartmentalize their relationship. Mm-hmm. Which seems like a crazy realization to come to, but I get where she's coming from, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's rarely a good idea. It just feels like an indicator of, like, things are obviously not working out. Yeah. yeah. If you tell your partner that you're not going to tell them any, <laughs> any bad news or anything that's yeah. happening in anything your life personal. ever because they... Um, truly just can't handle it it's not like great no and that they need to focus on fun yeah yeah i really liked her hair in this scene it was doing one of those things where like you know when like they do like the ponytail but then the hair is like wrapped around the ponytail holder Mm -hmm. i feel like it was a a classic it was a classic she looked great also the wedges Remember when yeah, like, like the patent leather? There's like a close up of her of her walking toward the car with those wedges, and I was like, uh 
they're the fact that she's just wearing them casually on campus. Patent leather, like Mary Jane toad. Do people wedges. still wear those wedges? No, I don't think so. I know Crocs were like making, or no, not Crocs, Toms. They were making wedges for a while. Oh, I used to wear Toms back. wedges. <laughs> no, I used to wear Toms wedges. Yeah, okay, this is a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute, though. I used to How wear old them. Are you? In college. Okay. I think that was when they were in style, though. It, honestly, they were in style. They were like lace up. They were like Tom's booty wedges. Cafe. I thought Tom's yeah. were oh, really cute. I remember cute. the booty wedges. Those were cute. Those I were always cute. thought. I thought Tom's in general were really cute. Yeah, I had a lot of Tom's. They were really comfortable too. Remember Bob's by Skechers? You <laughs> <laughs> just can't name something Bob's and expect it to be cool. It was. Were they even doing the donate the shoes? No. With the, they I were don't just. Think just I think it was just they a rip were just off. Canvas wrapped shoes. <laughs> it was just merely a rip off of Tom's. Sketchers. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> so Casey and Ashley are in their room and they're reading poker books. Um, oh no! It's twenty. It's blackjack. Oh, isn't that a type of poker? Not that I'm aware. I don't know anything about. It's a different poker. game. Wait a minute. Weren't they it's reading like 21 or something? There's there's a bunch of books written about like how to count cards for blackjack. Blackjack is a popular variant of is poker. It, oh, it's a variant of poker. Is okay. counting cards but illegal? I, I mean, it seems like a pretty different game. Like, you just... Well, I don't really know how to play counting poker. Cards is, so really yeah, counting cards is only illegal if you're playing it in like Vegas, right? Or is it everywhere? I mean, I think it's like you probably shouldn't be doing it because it gives you a leg up but the difference between poker and blackjack is that when you're playing blackjack the house loses if you lose and with poker it's a player banked game so the house doesn't have an interest they just take a percentage huh the winning and losing of money is strictly between the players interesting okay yeah they I mean, I know at the beginning they're saying, oh, the people on 21 made it look so easy, but then they made it look so easy. Right. I don't yeah. think it's easy to count cards. I know. I think it's really hard. There was a This American Life episode about it, and if Ira Glass is struggling... Yeah, and in the movie 21, it looks, like, really difficult. Yeah. I, I don't think it's easy at all. Yeah, I think it's... I think if it were easy, a lot more people would do it. Um, but you know what? Rusty has a photographic memory. So true, which <laughs> o- only sometimes is true in... <laughs> it's only true with uh, Starbucks orders. It's only true when the plot depends on it. And so they're reading up in these books, and Casey is saying, you know, we only really needed one book. Why did you get this many, and how did you get them? And then she says, did you put this on the charge card? Mm-hmm. And, yes, she did. Ashley, she never learns. She can't be stopped. Someone needs to cut that thing up. No, she, she is Confessions of a Shopaholic, yeah. Isla Fisher. Oh, my gosh. She would have been so good in that movie. Check it out on the Patreon. I mean, Isla Fisher was also great in that movie, but just imagine Ashley as that character. Mm-hmm. A reimagined variation. As Rebecca Bloomwood. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was her name, I think. I know, was, I think it yeah. was. And then Casey says... Too bad we can't fly in, or one of them says, too bad we can't fly in a geek from MIT to teach us how to count cards. And then they realize that they can find one closer to home. 
And another scheme. There's scheme on scheme on scheme. Scheme, scheme, scheme. It's a scheme, scheme, scheme sandwich. A scamwich. <laughs> so now Evan is out on a stroll on Greek Row with his mom. Oh, gosh. Um, and she's saying she's not going to just hand over his trust fund. And Evan gets pissed immediately. And he's like, provisions... I'm sorry, I would kill for a trust fund yeah. with provisions. Yeah. Layer on the provisions. A trust fund, I'll take it. It also sounds yeah. like it's millions of dollars. Yeah. So the idea that like someone whose frontal lobe isn't fully developed can't handle that isn't out of the Who question. just had a sex tape. Yeah, they don't know about that too. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Evan says he needs to think about it. What is there to think about? He's really, he's like, oh, are you going to tell me when I can get married? And she's like, well, it does say you can't get married before you're 25. And he's, like, horrified by this. He's, like, 22 at this point. He's tw- I think he's 21, because I think that's when he's allowed to get the oh, yeah. trust fund. But still, like, that's only four, four years away. You're going to be in law school. Like, like, why do you need to get married? It's, it, but he really gets stuck on that point. Yeah. I know. It's probably for the best too because you never know at that point if if they knew he was a chambers you know they might just be trying to marry uh, him for the money franny <laughs> i know yeah. it does kind of seem like they're in, like in love in this episode though do you feel that? i don't think or maybe so. they're just in lust no i don't think that either i swear to god if this kid turns down his trust fund <laughs> i just can't even believe like what is there it's money or no money evan what does he think? Well, did he think it was going to be no strings attached? That's the thing. is like there are strings attached to everything you do with your family. Like, are you really shocked? And they keep alluding to, like, what his older brother did, which just seems like he, like, went and became a surfer or something. And, like, blew all his money. Yeah. yeah. I just thought of, like, what if in an, an alternate universe his brother was Raymond? Just when I heard surfer... I just had to put that out there. It's like, if anyone's doing, like, fanfic, you can take this idea. Run with it. Mary's a mermaid. Send it to us. (laughs) (laughs) So Casey shows up at Rusty's dorm. She's very upbeat. And she um, tells him they need help learning how to count cards. And at first he goes, there's 52 in a deck. And then, like, tries to slam the door. And she obviously just barges in because that's rude. And she's, like explaining the situation with Ashley and how they need to win and it really does feel like they like fully believe that this plan is gonna work and I'm like hopeful I think where there's a will there's a way especially with these two yeah she says that she'll give him the car in exchange for them winning yeah Exactly. So he gets the car for like an hour and a half originally. Right. He says counting cards like that movie with the kids from MIT. And then he says, it can't be that hard. I turned down MIT. Ugh. He's turning me against him again. Yeah, and she she gives him a look too, which is funny. She like kind of rolls her eyes. Ashley's face is also great when he says this. She like is just kind of like, oh, I like, damn. <laughs> And then he leverages, he says, two hours if Ashley wins. And I like that the stipulation is if Ashley wins. Because this is really, dare I say, a gamble. Yeah, same. Like, Rusty's not getting that much out of this. Ashley's getting $2,000. Yeah, he's getting a car for for two hours to run errands. Like, he can't find anyone else. Who will let him use his car? There's not one other KT. That's what I mean. 
Or, like, doesn't Calvin have a car or something? I don't know. There's got to be somebody else. I know. Doesn't Dale have a car? Yeah, Dale picked them up from spring break. Oh, my God. Thomas, you cracked it. (sighs) Well, that could have been his parents because he came from that cursed uh, turkey hunting trip. True. But it, it seems very possible that Rusty could find another mode of transportation that doesn't involve teaching his sister and her friend how to count cards. But you know what? For the plot... Love it. I love it for the plot. So they're learning how to count cards from Rusty, and there's just, like, this group of, like, kind of nerdy, like, other, like, honors engineering guys congregated outside the open dorm room, and they're watching Ashley and Casey as they're trying to play, and Ashley's... like, drooling. Drooling, and Ashley's loving it. She's loving it. Yeah, she says, I'm like, they're clean. (laughs) They're clean. Yeah. (laughs) She was She's genuinely it. thrilled. Casey doesn't seem to even really notice or care, but Ashley is putting on a show. And um, Rusty is just using this as an opportunity to talk down to Casey in a way that is so annoying and rude. Yeah, I was, like, shook he by this scene. acts like she's stupid or something, and he's talking to her so disrespectfully, and then Ashley is, like, trying to mediate the whole situation... And then finally, Casey's like, okay, this deal is off. I can't do this. Like, Rusty's driving her up the wall. And if my brother was talking to me like that, too, I'd be so upset. It's not, to her, not worth it. She's like, we'll find another way. But right as she says that, Max walks in. And he goes, Rusty, I got your note about the car. I guess maybe he was trying to ask Max to use his car or something. (laughs) I got your note about the car. I'm so sorry to hear about your sister. She sounds awful. And then Rusty goes, Max, this is Casey, my sister, and her friend Ashley. And Max looks very uncomfortable, as per usual. Now that we've seen Max a few times, he's usually looking uncomfortable. And um, that's when Rusty asks Max if he knows anything about counting cards. And he kind of, like, runs after him. And... In this moment, Casey's hair was, like, very Farrah Fawcett to me. Did you guys It was. I was thinking that. Very, like, flowy. Yeah. It was full-on Farrah. Like, she had the, like, feathered bang look. It looked really good. And Rusty runs after Max. He's begging for him to help. Casey, like, says, we'll give you 5%. He says... I'll do it for 10. They agree. And so then Franny is looking over Evan's contract with his parents. I love that. I love that. This girl who's taking her fifth year because she seemingly just didn't go to class <laughs> would be able to tell you if this was a good deal. But I honestly do agree with what she's saying. She's like, this isn't that bad, which is like the same thing to say about any stipulation yeah. on millions of dollars where you otherwise. You've done, he's done nothing to earn this money except be born. And it's not going to change his life that much. Like, he's still going to just do what he's been doing. Yeah, like, why would he all of a sudden now want to change but his plan? But I guess, plan? like, what we didn't know is that he has all... He keeps saying, what if I want to go off the map? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, what do you possibly want to do? Well, also, um, in the... Go in to the Yale instead of Harvard. <laughs> previously on Greek part of this episode, uh-huh. they do... 
they show um, when he is talking to Casey and he's saying, you're the only thing in my life that has made me want to take a detour from mm-hmm. the path. So I think they're alluding to the fact that he still wants to marry Casey or something. Yeah. Which is like, I'm sure he still could just when you're 26. Well, in that scene with his mom when he's all upset about the 25-year or 25-year-old marriage rule, she's like, well, I didn't know if you were planning on marrying that blonde Casey. Yeah. It was really strange because she like, explicitly said blonde, and his mom is blonde. Yeah, I feel like probably, well, now that I'm thinking about it, her most recent memory was the party where they, like, snuck in. Yeah. With the bikinis. Yeah, the, wasn't the a coconut great bras. look for Casey. <laughs> but it's still weird, and, I mean, Franny is right. She goes, you're Evan Chambers. You'll always be on the map. And she loves that, like, the way she says she it. She loves She's, it. like, she says it with a smile. And she's not going to do anything but convince her man to take the millions of dollars. Okay? Yeah. Okay. He's, like, complaining about the, quote, finality of the document and committing his life to it. And it's like, okay, dude, if yeah. I'm sure if you wanted to wiggle out of it at some point, they'll take the millions back. Also, well, if he's going to be a lawyer, he could probably find a way out of it, too. Yeah. And also, though, at that point, it wouldn't matter. Like, the only years it's going to affect you at all are, like, the next two or whatever. Well, I think there's, a like, a stipulation in it where he, like, has to be a lawyer or something. Or he, like, has to go to law oh, school. interesting. Okay. I think that's what they're alluding to. Like, that's the uh-huh. job or career path that they want him to go down. Yeah, it is a little bizarre that they're, like, you need to become a lawyer and go to law school because it... it that just feels so weird to force someone into. But there aren't. Like, he seems to genuinely be interested in it. And Franny yeah, brings that true. up. Because she's like, well, this path was kind of already laid out for you. And you're excited about law school. And, like, they've been, like, pushing you towards this. So what's so bad about, like, staying on this path? Which is literally just him being like, what if I want to cosplay as a poor person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he has an into like one of the best law schools in the world, yeah. not because of his merits necessarily, but just because of his connections. Not because of its merits at all. We found out that his dad and his grandpa, like, all went to Harvard, and they, from the previous episode, know the dean of admission. So, he's definitely getting in there. But that didn't bother him before. So I don't know. It's a very weird scene, and I guess it's just supposed to show that Evan. Is really going dark, Evan. <laughs> going ghost. <laughs> I mean, it is his reputation era. Yeah. Oh, right. That's, that's what right. I mean. He's he's leaning. He's, he's leaning in, like trying to get into in. that getaway car. He does later. Um, <laughs> so then we see Spoiler. Kathy and Rebecca, and they're at some kind of car dealership, and he's looking at cars, and he's getting all excited, and he sees one that he really likes. And she's like, let me buy it for you. And he said, it would hurt my ego. And then she's like, well, we can trade for it. And he kind of gets over that. And he, he pretty much accepts it. Like, he doesn't, I don't know if he explicitly says yes, but it seems like he's down. Mm-hmm. I don't know, would you guys accept a car? No, I don't think I would. Actually, no, I don't think I would be able to. It's just too much. It's. I think I would feel really awkward yeah. about it. I think if I was, like, married to someone... Especially at that age, right, exactly. I mean, I I think I would still feel weird, but at least then it's, like, a more serious relationship. It just would, like, change the dynamic entirely. So Max is teaching the girls and Rusty about counting. And, like, Rusty didn't really know how to count cards. So he overcommitted to begin with and then was also talking down to Casey because Max is really teaching him how to do this. And Casey keeps calling 
Rusty Damien? Yeah, is that like a I reference to the devil or something? I don't know. I did not get that. I was so confused. I, for a second, I thought Damien from Mean Girls. Or like Vampire Diaries, but I never watched that. I just know there's a character named Damien. But I don't, they didn't, I didn't think they explained that joke. So like someone write in and tell us. I didn't get it at all. But then Ashley is just getting so frustrated with the Cartwright squabbling because she needs this money. Like, she is indebted to Credit Plus. So, Ashley and Casey then ask Max and Rusty if they'll play with them. Like, they'll also enter to increase, like, their odds of winning. Mm -hmm. And Casey offers Max another 5% to do it, which she's just, like, giving away, like, more of this chunk of change. Like, 15% of 2000 you're, you know cutting away at this Casey. I know that who knows really what getting... Ashley has bought in the meantime <laughs> yeah and so then she's like you can use it for uh your expenses and they show his closet and like it looks fine but she's like do you own anything that looks like you don't want to climb a mountain <laughs> it's pretty rude it's so rude because also his clothing is like pretty innocuous like it's not cute but it's not like outrageous if no. anything's outrageous it's his sideburns it's the sideburns for me, yeah. Yeah, the unironic sideburns. Yeah, like I don't love a cargo short, but I hate an unironic sideburn more. I'm sure he yeah. was, because he is like an attractive guy, they yeah. probably tried to make him look more, you know, nerdy or like... Yeah, he's having his she's all that moment. Like, they just can't put him in glasses and, you know, cut his hair or whatever. So, that was kind of rude, but they agree. And then they're at some kind of store and the girls are, you know, running about getting him, Max and Rusty, different outfits for the casino night. And Rusty is thanking Max for helping him explain the game to Ashley and Casey. And the way that he's thanking Max is, again, like, so rude about his sister. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, Casey can be really annoying. Um, And he says... He says something like explaining this to her is like these two chemicals that don't go together. Ugh. And then Max makes another comment. He's like, oh, or it's like this and this, like these other two chemicals. And Rusty goes, no wonder you worked for NASA. They are really leaning on this. Does he turn out and, not to work for NASA? And Max makes, did you catch it? He makes the weirdest face again. Yeah. He goes like stone cold. No, it made me think like, does he, do we find out he didn't work for NASA? Well, I'm we're going to have to keep watching, but yeah. it's a mystery right I'm now. I'm getting that vibe that he, the certificate looked way too fake for me. But why would he even fake it? He kept it hidden in a box. And he doesn't <laughs> want to talk about it. It's just really weird. Like he clams up every time it's mentioned. So then the girls are coming over and like, oh, try this and this. And they're putting like things together. And again, Rusty apologizes again on behalf of Casey. And he's like, she's just so annoying. And he keeps saying like, it. Like, sorry she's trying to help them look decent. Yeah, so they can fit in. It's like a fancy event. And that's when Casey is like telling Max to try on the stuff she's picked out. And she's like, oh, just put it on over your cargo shorts. And he's... He's clearly kind of, like, digging this. Like, she's touching all over him and, yeah. like, putting different clothes on top of his clothes. And he's, he doesn't know what to make of it. You can tell, like, he's confused, but he's liking it. So then we are at KT, and Heath and Wade are playing pool with Cappy. 
And they're just warning him about letting Rebecca buy him a car. And they're warning him for reasons that I don't think are necessary. Like, they're basically making it, like, a sexist thing. They're like, oh, she'll wear the pants, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's really, like, kind of gross. However, I still agree that it's not a good idea. (laughs) They say she's trying to buy him. Like, if Rebecca was going to buy a man, it wouldn't be Kathy. Exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah, no. Um, but then Wade does make the point where he says there's no breaking up after she buys you uh, buys you a car or something like that. I guess you could give it back, circling back to if we would accept the car. Yeah, but then you don't have a car. <laughs> I yeah. know, it's a taste of the car right. life. And a car is kind of a hard thing to, like, give back to someone it because... It depreciates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the value will never be... It's like... Someone, I mean, it's definitely different, but it's like someone buying you like a house or something. Like you're kind of stuck with it. Mm-hmm. And that strikes a nerve for Happy, like that argument. He's kind of unfazed by all of the like sexist BS that uh, Wade and Heath, shocking coming from Heath. I but know. That Wade and Heath are throwing out. But once they say that, he's like, oh, shoot. Which makes you think, oh, so he, he thinks that he might want to eventually break up with Rebecca. Okay. So. Calvin is again kind of razzing Evan for <laughs> signing this contract. Yeah, he's anti-trust he's fund. He's anti-trust fund. And I think he just kind of sees... I think he's seeing reputation era Evan come out. Like, he's seeing the burgeoning of the... I mean, Evan we don't love, you know? Yeah, and he says, like, I would hate to see you regret a decision you made at 21 when you're 40. <gasps> Yeah. Interesting how he's 21, too. Think On about it. On the episode mm-hmm. of 21. I didn't think about that, Thomas. I wonder if that has something to do with that. I'm sure. And so The that's... getaway car. <laughs> License plate, 21. He was driving the getaway car. <laughs> so that's when Evan says, freedom is an illusion. And Calvin goes, did Franny say that? Because I just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, he says he doesn't want to see Evan pay for this decision later. Um, so then they go downstairs to the casino night, and it looks so fun. It really oh my does. God, yeah, it looks incredible. Also, the clearly season two's party budget was higher. Right. It looks so yes. so fun. Like, I would totally go to that party. And oh, yeah. we see the crew roll up: Ashley, Casey, Max, and Rusty, and they look Devon. fantastic, phenomenal. I'm sorry, Casey. Um, I took my breath away. The hairdo. Yeah, the hairdo. The hairdo, the makeup, the outfit. The makeup. Yeah. All, they all, her and Ashley both look incredible, but that hairdo. Yeah. She looks, looks incredible. She looks like Sharon Tate. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they really are giving like Bond girl. They yes. look adorable. And even, I will say, even Rusty, he looks good. He cleaned up. He scrubbed up. And even Max looks like hot with the sunburn. The sunburn, the sideburns. Well, the sideburns work for this. <laughs> like, you know, he's giving 70s. <laughs> yeah, he's giving 70s because he has kind of that, like, it's like the tuxedo yeah. shirt, you know? Yeah, he's leaning into it. See, like, Casey and Ashley found his true style mm-hmm. and they brought it out. He does have something of a mullet. Yeah, he does. He does have a little bit of a mullet. I think we should definitely, like, host a casino night party. That'd be yes. so fun. Just so, like, we can, like, dress up like this. Yes. Yeah. And, no, it's really a sleigh, and... Um, Max's favorite color might be brown. Now that I'm thinking about it. Like, khaki. I yeah, could see khaki. that for sure. <laughs> beige. Like, beige flannel. Dark um, beige. And so... <laughs> So Max and Casey sit down at a table, and we see Betsy, who's acting like she doesn't 
know them. I, I feel like they're trying to all be, like, characters. Like, yeah. I think everybody at the party yeah. is, like, yeah. being a character. Because they are also like, oh, hi, Betsy, nice to meet you. Yeah, it was weird. Oh, like, I think they're supposed to, like, not be themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, one night only, Vegas-themed casino night, anybody you want to be. And Betsy is like, I'm not drinking and I'm still having a great time. And then she gets a losing hand and she's so upset and she's clearly now addicted to gambling. I know. It was, <laughs> like, so dark. Give this girl a break. This <laughs> her character. Like, I'm just like, this... We need to do better here. She, it's hit after hit. So Cappy comes into Casino Night, and he, okay, he also looked good. I'm not gonna lie to you. This yeah, was working for me. Hat. He's rocking. I liked the like, vibe. He's giving like southwestern casino vibes. No, he looks really good. He looks really confident, and like you can tell that he has come to win. Like, he rolled in right from the range. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And he was with the cattle all day. Yeah, he's giving like he's giving like Western movie star. Yeah, he's giving ranch hand millionaire. <laughs> he's giving yes, ranch hand millionaire galore. Like Yellowstone. Um, <laughs> he's giving Yellowstone. And <laughs> I'm just repeating everything you guys are saying. So he's, he sits down. And so what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> he sits down at the table with Rebecca, and Rebecca is like very happy that he's there. Um, but then she like quickly gets a call from her parents and like takes it like sneakily off to the side. And then he's like, Is everything okay? And she's like, Yeah, it's fine. She does that fake voice that she does. You know? Yeah. Like she clearly I think it seemed like maybe it was her mom calling to complain mm-hmm. about her dad. I know. And that's so hard. Ugh. I still like back to Dilshad's interview, would have loved to meet Rebecca's mom. Like even if it was like in a friend's kind of arc where Rachel Green's mom comes to like mm-hmm. when she's gonna divorce her dad and is yeah. like living vicariously through Rachel like I feel like it would have been such a good insight into Rebecca to get her mom in an episode yeah so anyway Cappy wins the hand and then he tips the dealer with fake money yeah oh my god and he god. says something like it's real in spirit or something <laughs> like that um but then we get another shot of the party and like they even have slot machines it looks so yeah. fun. Like, so fun. Franny's, like, hitting up the slot machines. Mm-hmm. Also, she's, like, when they walk into the party, Franny's, like, making out with Evan. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. That's a little bit later, I think. Oh, no. Oh, when they first walk in. When they yeah. first walk in, I was like, who is that couple making out passionately? I was yeah. like, oh, my God, that's and Evan and Franny. Franny is giving, like, lawyer on Judge Judy or something. Her love <laughs> I know. I was disappointed in <laughs> It's truly the exact... Whatever Ashley and Casey have brought, Franny has done the opposite. Yeah, I was disappointed in her style here. It, it was... Yeah, it was... It wasn't great. It was it was burgundy. And that's when, like, Casey and Max are doing really well, and he he's like, I'll only take 5%. Like, Ashley needs this. Your friend needs it way more than I do. Which is sweet, because mm-hmm. she does, so thank you. <laughs> and um, Ashley and Rusty come, like, running over, and they're like, it, something's really bad, like, and Casey goes, calm down, it can't be that serious. And they're like, no, it is. That guy over there, Jason, is beating everyone. And we see Jason, and it's the dorky Travis. Yeah, they say the dork in the Travis suit. I was lost. I completely forgot about Jason. So, and he looked so different here. I know. Well, he had I the was, glasses. Yeah, he looks so different. Well, he's being somebody completely new. 
Yeah. Um, and they are, they're like, he has to be cheating because he's making really risky bets. So even if he was counting cards like them, like he wouldn't be doing that because you kind of play it more safe when you're counting. And he's just going for it. So they realize that he must be like tagging the cards with some kind of like invisible ink that he can only see through his glasses. Yeah, they put that together really quickly. It's kind of obvious. Those glasses are crazy looking. (laughs) For a second, I thought they were going to be like, he's like seeing, like I thought they were going to be like really high tech, like Google glasses. I know. I think Ashley says like (laughs) x-ray. Um, so then another, our third yeah. scheme of the app, this is scheme my favorite time. yet, they're, they're going to scheme to stop him. And this one is so, like, it feels so Bond girl. Like it she is. goes up to him and she's like, you know, apologizing. Ashley does. Yes. Ashley approaches him and she does it in a very, you know, flirtatious way. And she's like, maybe we could rekindle our friendship and then just immediately kisses him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like so. Well, she's... at first he's being rude to her, and then he's like, "Wait, are you serious?" <laughs> yeah, because she's like, "We could kind of be like a friends of benefits." Yeah. And um, when she's kissing him, she like puts her hand in his pocket and steals the thing that he's using to mark mm-hmm. his fingers, which I guess he's then using to mark the cards. Mm-hmm. And so very very sneaky, but Ash kills it. And so then she gives the marker to Calvin. No, she gives the marker to Casey, who gives it to Rusty, who gives, who it, gives to it to Calvin. Calvin. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, handing it off. Yeah. Because yeah. Calvin's the one who's then, like, he's the one who's, like, has the cards, and he's, like, kind of hiding in a little corridor. So they're kind of all in on this scheme. Well, yeah, Calvin's gonna catch him cheating by being the dealer. And by marking on a new deck, mm-hmm. instead of the high cards, the low cards, mm-hmm. and confusing him. And, um... Rusty is, like, so excited at this point, and he's, like, um, so he says something like, got it, baby, and Calvin goes, don't call me baby. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> and this, this made me cackle. Calvin goes, I warned, I warned her about that credit card, and Rusty goes, it's actually a charge card. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a charge What? I, like, a charge card? I warned her about that credit card. <laughs> I don't know why, though, that was so funny, because it's. So rusty, like to actually, it's a charge card, but but it's also it like even worse. <laughs> it's like just so makes, it just makes the problem worse. It's so much worse, and he is right. Calvin has been saying from the beginning this was terrible. I guess Calvin didn't actually sign up with Credit Plus, or he never used. He it. was too yeah. smart. Yeah, I wonder about that credit card. <laughs> so Cal, no, not Calvin. Cappy is doing really well at his table, and Rebecca like kind of tries to play as well, but he, in a, in a really controlling way, kind of, like, stops her. Yeah. And then she's like, well, don't worry. If you lose, like, I'll just buy you, you know, satellite radio for your car because that's kind of what she's, like, encouraging him to play for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that really, like, sends him over the edge, and he's like, you know, I don't want the car. Uh, he's like, I just want the money to pay off, you know, to get my own Bronco well, fixed. Well, he doesn't say it snappily. He says it like... I think he's being rude. Really? I didn't feel like it was... I didn't think it was handled well. But I didn't think he said it, like, snappy. I just think he was, like... He should have told her at a different point than in that moment at the table. True. Yeah, like, it feels I kinda, heightened. I kind of perceived him as being rude. Like, I think he was, like, just handling it really poorly. Yeah. And yeah, it, was it was like... You don't have to be an asshole right now. She's 
truly just trying to help you. Yeah, I think he was triggered by... Yeah, it's like, I think he was... I think, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I feel like he was almost feeling a bit of, like, insecurity there. And he's having a hard time communicating that. Mm-hmm. But it, I think it kind of, it could read in both ways. I could definitely see see both readings on that line. Then Casey walks by Franny in her burgundy suit, um, which sadly is like probably the worst outfit of the night. And she addresses her as her sister, you know. Sister. Because they're not friends. They're just sisters. That was such a power move. And then Franny's standing with Evan and she's like kind of explaining to Evan like what the dynamic of their relationship is now or like what her relationship with Casey is like now. Well, she's going, it just doesn't make sense. I've been so good to her, counseling her, giving advice, helping her. And I'm like, yeah, breaking up her relationship, then dating her ex. Like there are very key moments here that you're leaving out. It's so true. Yeah, she... um, She's definitely on one in this moment. But Evan is like, he can't be bothered. He's still thinking about the trust fund. Evan says, maybe you should stop being so nice and get back in the game. Fucking relax, Chambers. Also, in what warped world is she being so nice? She's been nice for like two nice for two weeks. And what does get back in the game mean? <laughs> Go back to destroying his life as right. well? And doesn't she kind of even say like, maybe you're right? Yeah, yeah. she's into it. Yeah. And it- then yeah, and then she asks why he's upset because he's still like in his own head about this being rich. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he's lamenting about the trust fund. Yeah, and that's when she asks him, Franny asks him, like, what reason do you really have to go off the map? And that's when we see him look at Casey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she also says, you sound like you're about to break into song because he's being so melodramatic. And it's yeah. true. Yeah, he's, he's giving being musical. Ridiculous. He's giving schmigga dune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this part is a little bit weird. She's kind of, like, amping him up. She's, yeah. like, trying to be like, you have a trust fund and you're a chamber's. She's like, maybe it's time for you to be the center of attention. Wait, Thomas, I'll, I'll bite. What make do? You know that show that was on um, Apple TV where they're no. like, it's like, it's like <laughs> Cecily Strong and there's an, I forget the other actor, but they're like trapped in a musical. Oh my God. No, I haven't seen any Apple TV show. It's really good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was a really specific reference. I just assumed you guys both know it because that's usually how it goes with us. So yeah, Franny is kind of amping him up and this kind of just like leads nowhere. She's just kind of like, let's, like, you need to be the center of attention. Yeah. Big boy. She just, <laughs> she likes Evan when he's rich and like lightly unhappy. Rich and, and ruthless. With her, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so we're kind of, like, almost to, like, the final rounds of Blackjack. Yeah, because it ends at midnight. Midnight. Midnights. Have have you guys seen those TikToks where it's, like, those people doing midnights in, like, all the different ways she's ever said midnight? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm not even going to attempt to do that now. And then sometimes they'll go into, like, 2 a.m., 4 (laughs) a.m. When they run out of midnights. Yes. (laughs) So it's midnight and they're, you know, all the high rollers are at that table and they're kind of like, you know, throwing these like insults across the table at Jason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Jason, Cappy, Casey, Rusty, and Max. 
at this point. Yeah, and Casey says to Jason, she's like, you know, if you're so confident, you should bet it all. And then he's like, ha, I'm not going to do that. But then Ashley just, like, grabs him, and they, like, really intensely make out. Ew. And then he says, I'll bet half Carrie, and he gets (laughs) Casey's name wrong again. And then they, like, correct him. But this was very important. If you notice, Casey, Max, and Cappy all correct him on her name, and then that's when Cappy and Max, like, death glare each other. Yeah, that Oh my god, I didn't even see that. Yeah. The death glare scared me, because I was like... They all three at the same time go, it's Casey, and then Cappy realizes that another guy said it's Casey, and looks across the table, and they look at each other. And he, like, can't handle it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and heating like, up. Yeah, it's getting, like, weirdly territorial, and Rebecca notices. Like, you see Rebecca kind well, of look at Obviously, because Rebecca is so hypersensitive to that stuff, and right. Kathy, his head and is in the clouds. It, he still hasn't told her he cheated on her, by the way. But Does he ever? I feel like I, Well. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, we'll get to the I end of this I keep forgetting. <laughs> Does anyone ever tell Max? Is the real question. Max should know. At this point, Max should know. <laughs> he worked for NASA. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> so uh, then Max uh, throws an insult at Jason. He says he heard that he compared polymers to dirt sandwiches because they start to kind of argue about like their engineering majors. Yeah. Because I guess Jason is, is he aerospace? Mm-hmm. Something like that. He's very like elitist. Yeah. And then that's when during this whole thing too, they're like distracting Jason because they're like, they he or they're not they're distracting him but he's also Jason also thinks he's marked these cards yeah well I think they're just trying to get Jason to feel overly confident to like make bad bets totally so like Jason's like you know giving throwing back another insult and Rusty lifts up his sleeve to reveal well first Jason doubles his cards oh that's right he doubles his bet after after the dirt sandwich comment he goes he like doubles his bet kind of as like a F you to Max. Yeah, he's like, I got this. Because doesn't he see the car that's yeah, marked? That yeah, it's marked. And he says that he swears it was a 10 when it's revealed that it's not. And he loses. Well, first. Oh, sorry. Like, as this is all happening, <laughs> Rusty rolls up his sleeve. Fumbling. To... <laughs> no, this is all happening very quickly. And then, so Rusty's arm says sucker, written in the invisible ink. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's a cool move. It's, it is really, no, this whole scene was awesome. Yeah. And that's when Calvin flips the card over, and he's like, wait, that was supposed to be a 10. And yes. they've got him. And then he tries to get Ashley to leave with him, right? And yeah. Then, and he's like, let's get out of here, Ashley. And then she, like, pulls down her dress, and, like, she's... Like, she doesn't pull down her dress? <laughs> she, she pulls her strap aside. Yeah, she, she, she very gently moves her strap aside, and it says, you wish... Love that. It's so good. It's like so boom, good. boom, bang, boom, boom. <laughs> and he's out of here. Schmigadoon. <laughs> it's Schmigadoon. <laughs> Casey is like getting really, really cuddly with Max. And she's getting like closer and closer to him. And Max looks like both kind of happy but also wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> he's getting really nervous. He's getting frisky, actually, is what I would describe it as. Uh, yeah, I thought he Nervously was, frisky. I thought he was like getting something and that's why it made him leave <laughs> you have to cut that why you can't see on the abc's of greek <laughs> okay yeah so he it's it's very um max feels uncomfortable aroused but he's also like getting like kind of cocky 
Yeah, he's aroused. He's cocky. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he's hot and bothered. That's when he splits his aces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he says high risk, high reward. And Casey's like, has a flashback to when they were, you know, training. And is thinking, like, this is not a good idea. She knows what the count of the deck is. She's like, don't split those aces. Yeah, it seems like Max got overconfident. Like, overly aroused, overly confident. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I just love the idea. Of, because it, it, it that is how it's reading, you know? Like, yeah. I just, it all happens very quickly, too. And then, basically, it was the wrong move. Well, before yeah. we even really fully see <laughs> that it's the wrong move, he walks off. He's like, I gotta he go. He splits yeah. it hard, and then he splits it again. Like, he gets... And then, I think it adds up to, like, 18, 16, whatever. Like, they're not terrible, it's but the close. whole thing is, yeah. if the next card is a 10, they're done. Yeah. And before, like, they can even find out, he leaves. Like, he walks away... So I have to go. ...in such a weird huff... To deal with... <laughs> Oh, we are not saying that. But, but that is what's happening. No, it's not. <laughs> no, he has to go make some more fake NASA documents and kid pics. Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe he senses that they're on to him about NASA, NASA. in this moment. They all know. So, but he runs. And it's yeah, he runs awkward. away. And Casey feels really uncomfortable because she's like, did I do something? Yeah. Um, that's when we see Cappy's hand yeah so Cappy's hand um, and he's like debating not putting it down I think because he doesn't want to beat Casey yeah he like looks at her over the card and you see him looking at his cards and then Rebecca sees his cards and she's like oh my god Yeah. she literally says oh my god like you won yeah and then he puts it down and he's he wins and he's like I saved my car Mm mhm and then I think Rebecca's, like, a little disappointed by that. hmm And so that takes us back to Cappy's room. He's, like, emptying the money on his bed. And he's, like, I want to have sex in the money. You know, and she's... Rebecca's still upset. She's, like, you could have just told me you didn't want me to buy yeah. a car. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, like, I was just trying to make it fun, which she... I mean, in her defense, she was. Like, she was mm-hmm. probably just trying to be, like, I'll give you what you want. And this is how Rebecca knows how to make things fun. Yeah, and Cappy, he says um, it's not his ego, it's his pride. Mm. And it's, quote, another reminder that he's beneath her. Yeah, that's... I didn't like that. But I also, like, in his defense, she has said some pretty hurtful things. Yeah, because she said that verbatim at spring break, but also she was drunk and going through shit, and he was being obsessed with Casey. Yeah. And then he cheated on her and it's Which just like I don't think know. you can hold this over her head. Like I get if you're still hurt about it, but mm-hmm. like holding it over her head when you did something objectively way more hurtful. Yeah. And well, he then says whenever your family comes into your life, it becomes the Rebecca Logan Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> yeah, that was I mean, yeah, that was a little bit of a stretch. That was a little dramatic. Well, also at the parents' weekend, remember when her dad, like, she brought her dad to the KT house oh. just to have her dad get mad that she yeah. was dating. That's she was very dating true. Happy. So he does have these two instances, but like Aaron said, he also cheated on her, so. Yeah. It's not really comparable. And then she comes back to him and says, you just didn't want the car because that would mean we're more serious and that freaks you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, 
I think she's probably right. Yeah. And she also brings up the apple juice through the nose um, <laughs> scenario yeah. that he used to try to cheer her up at Dobbler's the other day, which definitely did need to be addressed because that was no way to handle that situation. Mm-hmm. And it is like, that was such a telling moment of the kind of person that he is, even mm-hmm. though, like, obviously we love Cappy. Yeah. But that's the type of person he is right now. And she needs more than that. Yeah. yeah. She says, I just need more than fun. Yeah, cause she, and he is saying he's going to step up because she needs him to. And she is like, you can't step up for me. Yeah. No, she says, I know you can, but not for me. Yeah. Insinuating yeah. he could for someone else. <clears throat> Oof. And then they were kind of just both like, Am, are we... Or doesn't he say, are we over? She, yeah. Yeah. Well, she goes, I think you know that too. You're just too happy to say so. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, he says, are we broken up? And she says, we are. We are. And then I'm, she's like, I'm sorry, Cap. And then he says, I'm sorry too. Or we, does he say, I'm sorry? He says, I'm sorry. And then she goes, I'm sorry too. It's really oof. It's sad. I mean, even if I, we all know it's for the best, right? Like, they weren't endgame by any means. So they wake up, and Ashley's like, I need to get a job. She wakes up like, <gasps> yeah, immediately. Like, she like, gasps and is like, and then she's like, what did I do to deserve this? And Casey's like, the answer is in both of our closets. Because <laughs> yeah. she's like, clearly taking up Casey's closet as well. Mm-hmm. And Casey's basically, like, Casey's MO is she's like, I can't lose Ashley as my social chair. And so then Ashley starts doing some mental math. And she's like, I either need a job that pays me, like, $250 an hour <laughs> for two days a week, two hours a week, or, like, a job that pays me, like, $25 an hour. Like, she's... For 25 Yeah, she's, like, whipping out some numbers. But then Casey's like, okay, well, either way, can you, like, still be my social chair? And she's like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And, then, and I love this for Ashley. Yeah, and they're kind of just pondering, you know, Casey's, like, deep in thought about Max, and Ash is like, you know, why did you, why do you think he ran away? And they don't really know, but also the idea of Ashley getting a job is giving, like, simple life. Like, I would Oh, my love... God. <gasps> yes. Yes. It really is. Yeah, because she's like, I can't work. And then, um, so Evan is showing Calvin his brand new Audi? Audi? Audi. Audi. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually said that out loud. Audi. Well, because before he was like debating, he's like, I'm going to get the Iron Man car or something. Yeah. Oh, God. And him and Franny are about to take a long weekend in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. And Calvin says, I see you made a choice. Like, all right, Calvin, I get this being skeptical, but of course he's going to take the money. He made yeah. the right choice. I want a long weekend in Martha's Vineyard. He made the Let's right go. choice, but also Calvin is seeing Evan just, like, he's he's seeing evil Evan come up. Like, yeah. he knows where this is going. Because for some reason, like, when it's coming to this money, Evan has, like, no control or something. Like, he, like, has no, like, impulse control. I know. It is, I mean... Yeah. The Audi, to me, wasn't, like, too much of a splurge, though. The Audi. (laughs) Oh, my God. I really am confused. Audi, Audi, Audi. Would you say Audi or Audi? I would say Audi, because it's it's Audi. Audi. (laughs) Would you, hypothetically, if this were real, would you say Audi or Audi? Um, (laughs) Yeah, but they drive away to Martha's. 
I, lo- I just loved how Franny said to you, we're going to take a long weekend. And Franny, yeah, because they have to get away from it all. And Franny is just so pleased. <laughs> they have to get decision. away from it all. <laughs> <laughs> all of the, the horribleness that they caused. Well, Franny's just so tired from being such a nice person all the time. And, like, she really needs to regroup in Martha's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just needs to be, like, Did you- live her best, like, fantasy life. Did you guys think when you were younger that Martha's Vineyard was owned by Martha Stewart? Because I did. certainly did. I 100% <laughs> did, yeah. Like, my mom went there once on, a, like, a trip with her friends, and I was like, oh, that's nice for Martha. And yeah, I still envision... People go to. I feel like I still envision her face when I hear Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, yeah. me too. And because I picture it just her, makes like... Sense. Yeah, I picture her, like, on a billboard, like, welcoming people to Martha's It's Vineyard. her brand. It totally exactly. is. It's because the Williams it fits, Sonoma. It's because it fits so squarely with her brand that people thought that. Yeah. Which is like amazing branding that a bunch of ten year olds are like also thought that you owned that island. Right. She should really do something with well, that. And yeah. Martha was Martha very much Martha's. in the zeitgeist at the time mm-hmm. that like we would have learned that Martha's Vineyard exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my friend Sam and I had this idea for like um a Martha's Vineyard, but for people who can afford it, like like Kroger brand Martha's Vineyard <laughs> called Marty's Yard. <laughs> That's funny. It's it's the Bob's. <laughs> it's the Bob's of, of Martha's, Martha's Vineyard. Vineyard. Where they would sell like like blue raspberry smoothies. What if, you, and... what if it was like Marty's Brewery? <laughs> uh, like Marty's watering hole. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, like that was that's funny. The whole concept. Oh my god, it's a good idea. No one take it. Marty's yard. <laughs> Party hard at Marty's yard. Yeah. Oh my god, their slogan. <laughs> well, you have to get a famous Marty to then be the face of it. Scorsese. Oh my god. Marty Scorsese. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's up for it. <laughs> the, the, the face of a uh, thrift. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're now we're at the final scene of the episode. So Casey shows up at Rusty's dorm, and they have a kind of like a sweet, tender moment. And she does say, like, you know, I was wrong to not see you as an adult. And she gives him the keys in kind of like a fun way, and she's like, two hours. And then he's like really grateful. And they have a cute little sibling moment. Oh. But then you kind of see, like, hmm, did Casey have ulterior motives for this visit to the <laughs> dorm? And then she like kind of sneaks over to Max's she, like, hesitantly goes over there and then knocks on the, the door. And she's like, hey, you know, I just want to make sure you were okay. Like, you know, you, you like, kind of left really quickly last night. He's, like, stumbling over his words and he is, like, looks teary-eyed. He's acting so weird. He's not okay. And then it, it, then it gets okay for a second. Like, they're kind of bantering. Like, at first he opens the door and he looks unwell. He looks horrified. And then, like, they start to kind of banter. She's asking if he had fun at his first fraternity party and, like, what does he usually do for fun? And he's like, I watch Doctor Who. And they're obsessed with each other. Yeah, and, like, it gets really intense and she's like, well, maybe we should go to Dobbler's or we could fly to Vegas and, like, play. Yeah, she's Casey's really good at flirting. She's really good. Like, she's super charismatic. She seems super comfortable and he (laughs) is just... He literally, like, after she suggests that in such a, like, I was, like, in awe of how good she was at flirting, he literally just, like, turns her down. No, he doesn't even turn her down. He shuts <laughs> off <Yeah>. entirely. <laughs> he, he, like, when she makes that joke, which is clearly a joke. A joke. It's so he, obviously a joke. all the color drains from his face. He handles this so weird because, once again, he shuts the door in someone's face. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. You can tell something's up. 
But you, I really have no idea what something that is. Something is afoot. I have a guess that there is something that happened with a past relationship. I just well, can't identify what that is. What Was he dating a NASA engineer? I was thinking that he was maybe still dating someone. Mm. And that he wasn't broken up with them. Because that would kind of make sense. Because the, the casino night was never really a date. You know? Right. But he just, like, it's the intensity to which he reacts to seemingly nothing it's doesn't bizarre. seem like that. Like, it's such an intense reaction. Like, as soon as she makes that joke... Because if you were dating someone, you would just say it. Do you know what it's giving? What? At the end of the song, Popular in Wicked. Oh. It always comes <laughs> back says, to Wicked. You're beautiful. And Alpha goes, I have to go. I should go. And runs yeah. off. Yeah. I have to go. That's, that's the exact energy. That's him. He goes, He. I think he literally says, I have to go. And then he closes the door in her face. All roads leave, lead to the George Gershwin Theater. <laughs> yeah. And then Casey, she does have this really good acting moment where, like, you, you can tell she kind of thinks to herself, like, what? But then she kind of is just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, well, she's just not used to dating nerds. Yeah, <laughs> so she, she chalks it up to that. Let alone getting, like, turned down by them. After such a good flirtatious line. And, yeah, like, after she looked amazing at the party. Yeah. The hairdo in and of itself. The outfit, the hairdo. She, uh, yeah. Do you know what? Hmm. Maybe he was getting another <laughs> Every time he gets aroused, he has to run away. Oh, my he God. He was raised, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> some kind of religious cult. So Every time he gets aroused, like he's like worried he'll kill her. <laughs> oh he's Edward God. Cullen. Winners and losers. Um, winner is Casey. Okay. Yeah. Care, care to expand? Um, I the vibes. Okay, Casey for vibes. Thomas. Mm, I think. It's so hard for me here. I'm going to have to say Ashley. Even though I know she didn't win the game, I think she had definitely had to take the most difficult role of, like, yeah. seducing Jason. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, she took him for the team. And she, I mean, Casey looked incredible at the party, and so did Ashley. Like, they just yeah. so looked Ashley. so good. And that move yeah. of writing on her, like, clavicle. Yeah. I <laughs> wish. I was between Ashley and then my winner going to be rusty. No. I'm sorry, I really like the sucker was, move. That was good. And he he so he really was jazzed about it and I liked seeing him so excited to help Casey when yeah. they were winning. But I hated how he talked about Casey in his episode. Obviously, every time Rusty's a winner, we take it with a grain of salt. Right, a huge It's always grain. nuanced. Okay, I feel like the loser is salt. pretty obvious. <laughs> Should we say it on 3? <laughs> 1 2 Three, Cappy. Oh, I was gonna say Max. Oh, Max. oh well, I Max Cappy taught them. Yeah, I think I think it is Cappy. You're right. I I would I co-sign Cappy. Yeah. I mean, Max like literally lost, but <laughs> yeah, and he did help them a lot. Cappy. Yeah, he was just kind of socially Even awkward. Even though he's a winner, he lost. He did lose. He handled that really poorly, yeah, and it was not being nice. It's also just sad. Like it is, it is sad that they're breaking up. Yeah, and Cappy yeah. is usually not as swayed by the brothers as he was in this episode. Like you know, I feel like he would really <sighs> took what they said to heart. I'm not mad that he did. I hated what they were saying, but like the overall, like he shouldn't have accepted that car. But then he should have gone to her and said, "I can't accept this car." Mm. But obviously, yeah. that's not what happened. He should have accepted the love he thought he deserved. I think he thinks he deserves someone else's love. It's a problem. <gasps> um, thanks for joining us on this, on this fun romp down, down memory lane. lane.
please rate, review, and subscribe. Yes, please leave a five-star review. We'll be so happy. XOXO. Gossip Girl.